Donna Davis couldn't take any more fame and fortune, so she decided to get lost. What she found was a big surprise. We want you to be our mama. A rather rollicking adventure. And the spirit of Christmas. I'm dreaming of a smoky mountain Christmas. With nothing much that money buys, but everything worthwhile in life. Dreaming of a smoky mountain Christmas. Released on the heels of her new series, The Dolly Show, three-time Grammy winner Dolly Parton stars in this magical Yuletide tale, singing six of her own special songs. But I wouldn't care how much it snows. I'd just like to spend Christmas with Santa. Co-starring Lee Majors, Bo Hopkins, Anita Morris, and John Ritter. What an opportunity. What a chance to have her come and give the kids a beautiful Christmas show. Dolly Parton's Smoky Mountain Christmas, a holiday adventure for the whole family. Now available on video cassette. Everybody, as you know, my name's Pete, and I'm Scott, and, and these are, are the movies, movies that made us gay. Merry Christmas, and welcome back. Welcome. This is this song is amazing. By the this way. is a great song. <laughs> we have this on vinyl. That's right. We do. Although our vinyl's kind of warped, though. It's kind. Of, it's not warped. It's scratched. <laughs> this is definitely <laughs> a lot a clearer than our copy that we have. Yes, indeed. Um, we've got some. Some Kenny and Dolly, Smoky Mountain Christmas. Uh, Scott, why don't you talk about what we watch and introduce our introduce our wonderful guest? Our guest and I, or our guest and us, watched Smoky Mountain Christmas from 1986, directed by Henry Winkler, The Fonz. Oh my goodness! Welcome to the, the show, Fonz. Mitch Ralston. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming on. We're Skyping with you. This is our second Skype yeah, call. Live. It's, I'm live via satellite <laughs> here in my charming maison in Huntington Beach. <laughs> I was just decorating my Christmas tree. Um, I, I, today, to prepare for recording, I went to Central, Central, Southern California's closest approximation of Dollywood, Ooh. Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, that's appropriate. <laughs> I love it. How was Knott's Berry Farm today? Oh, dead. It was oh. dead. <laughs> That's time awesome. to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Smoky Mountain Christmas, you guys. Yeah, so we watched Smoky Mountain Christmas, <laughs> like I awkwardly said in the intro, and uh, aired December 14th, 1986. Yes. The year that Mitch and I were born. And it's one of those things yeah. that I have a memory of this. Coming on! Wow, you have a great memory. Coming it on, on uh, like, TV when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. not its original date. Yeah. <laughs> it came out a good like seven years before I thought that it, it came did. out on the heels of your first birthday. You turned one, yeah. not uh, not a month later. Um, Mitch, you said you remember seeing it on TV a lot as a kid. Yeah, like like on like like the Family Channel sure. before it became Fox Family, before it became ABC Family, before it became Freeform. <laughs> I like noticed way that... Way back in the day, it was on, like, the Family Channel every Christmas. Yeah. Um, it was one of the, like, holy trinity of Dolly Parton Christmas specials over the year. <laughs> we noticed that there was a Fox uh, movie channel burn. I know. Uh, in the our YouTube, YouTube copy. 
you probably watched the same YouTube recording that I did. I yeah. literally watched it on the bus on my way to work <laughs> the other day. That's amazing. And then I like picked up like towards the end, I picked up like the half the half hour mark. Um and I was at work and one of my coworkers was like, uh, is that Lee Majors? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they picked up that that was Lee Majors because he's in full uh, Grizzly oh, I Adams mode. I, I worked with like a, a bunch of like 19 year olds and it was luckily that it was the like 30 something that was working <laughs> with me that day. Um, I want to mention in that TV spot, the, uh, the announcer said on the heels of, what did he say? The Dolly Show? Do you know anything about the Dolly Show, Mitch? Yes. Yeah. She had in the like 1986-87 and I think 88 she had a um variety show uh. and it had, the Christmas episode of that variety show was like like Dolly Parton had like a, a fever dream <laughs> um she her special guests were like Bing Crosby Mac Davis who I have no idea who that is and some like puppeteer with these nightmare puppets Oh my god <laughs> I wonder if it's on YouTube. It probably is. It, it is on YouTube. I watched that before, while you guys were getting ready. Oh, that's that. amazing! I have to find it. I watch. I like during the holiday season. I watched like a bunch of Dolly Parton specials. Um, Smoky Mountain Christmas is one, but my favorite one is 1990s Home for Christmas. Oh yeah, filmed live in well, not live. It's filmed in Dollywood, but she also goes to like her Tennessee mountain home and and like you see all of her sisters with all their big hair and they all make fun of her. And Randy Parton has a mullet, and it's the oh best thing ever. I don't think I've ever actually seen a picture of Randy Parton. Oh, you don't need to speak, see a picture <laughs> of Randy Parton. Yeah, <laughs> and she and she famously has, like, 20 brothers and sisters, right? She, yeah, 12, 12 brothers and sisters. Um, I think Randy is actually the youngest, and the oldest one is her older sister, Willow Dean. As oh As... As illustrated in the duology Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors and its sequel Christmas of Many Colors, which sure. you've seen, that's sure, the one yes. where Dolly plays the town whore. And isn't Willa Dean the the like given name of the character in Dumplin'? That Jennifer yeah. Aniston movie. I you know what I might have to double. Yeah, I think I, I think, think Willa Dean was Dumplin's name, but I have to double check if that's actually Dolly Parton's older sister's sure. name. And she, I think I might just be I think I might just be like mistaking Dumplin for Dolly Parton's oh, life story. That's funny. Um, I, I do know that she has a sister that played the Dolly Parton character in the nine to five sitcom. Um, Ra- Rachel, I want to say Denison. Right. Rachel, like her name was like Rachel something. I was just and, randomly looking up the do- the nine to five sitcom and I was like, who is this lookalike that they got for the Dolly role? And lo and behold, it's, and her it's sister. literally her sister. Around yeah. what year to come out? Like right after the movie. Oh, so it like was like early to mid eighties, eighty five through eighty nine. Yeah, wow, eighty five through eighty nine. I 89. think like Sally, Sally Field at one point played a character. They got multiple um, seasons out of it. Rita Moreno was in it. Wow, Rita Moreno was in it. Replacement Marsha Brady, Leah Ayers was in it. Oh wow, that's amazing. <laughs> but didn't but wasn't one of those shows that got like retooled like several times? Like they just like oh, yeah. flipped the they, cast. I mean, recast the you cast, can only like, kidnap the boss like. 
maybe <laughs> a few episodes a season. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, but like, yeah, Rita Moreno was in it for like half a season, and they just like shifted people in and out depending on. How yeah, they just yeah. they just like it's like Doctor Who. They just regenerate. Yeah, seriously. But very, but very, it's a living in that way, and that they just had like just late. It was just about these working gals, like. It's very loosely based on nine to five. Um, then there was, um, then there was 1996's Unlikely Angel. Oh, I love Unlikely Angel. Ooh. That's a good one. We've attempted to rewatch Unlikely Angel. It's not as With, it's not as rewatchable as I might think it. Yeah, would be. It it kind of drags. It's like it's really it's really a TV. It's like it's it's a Hallmark movie. Sure. It was on ABC or NBC, but it was totally a Hallmark movie. Um, Smoky Mountain Christmas has been played on Hallmark, so it is, like, technically a Hallmark movie. I mean, it's kind of like the prototype Hallmark movie. (laughs) Before Hallmark movies were a thing. Before Hallmark movies. I mean, it it has all the tropes. It has a businesswoman who goes back to a small town to recover something. Right. There's precocious kids. There's a romance. There's a wicked witch. There's a a vampy brunette. I am obsessed as with the foil. I'm obsessed with Jezebel. Oh, we'll get into Jezebel. I'm obsessed. Oh, well, Jezebel's Jezebel's like the best part of this movie, and she has like no. There's no reason for her to be so bitchy towards no. Dolly Parton besides the fact that Dolly Parton's like spoke to the sheriff, like talked to the sheriff <laughs> once. Like not even not even like gave eyes to him. She just kind of talked to him while he pulled her over. And she and she was very much dismissive of him. She's just like, I gotta go. You need to leave me alone. Like if Jezebel bothered to pay attention she would know that like lorna has zero interest in the sheriff well let's start at the beginning of the story yeah let's talk let's let's Let's... start at the opening of the storybook what about the um the paper doll dollies of her in the santa's elf costume um that uh, that santa's elf costume is the best thing to happen to 1986 (laughs) pete noted that she looks like jareth from labyrinth a lot of yeah, she got a lot of mileage out of it too. She went on Johnny Carson in that. We watched, like, just watched that. We watched I'm pretty that. sure she like. I'm pretty sure she just walked down like Pigeon Forge wearing that outfit. Oh, like, for sure. There are multiple versions of it, like a sparkly version for like a parade. Like where yeah. the, the hat one with, had like one glitter. that's like the electrical parade. It's yeah. got like a bustier that's got lights in it. And yes, stuff. totally. But like the same the same theme, but just like sparkles and lights. Um, yeah. So we start off. We're introduced to. Uh, What's Lorna's last name? Lorna Davis. Lorna Davis. Not Dolly Parton. No, she's not playing Dolly. But she's pretty much playing Dolly, though. But it's kind of like when when someone writes fan fiction, but it's totally about them, but it's not about them, so they just kind of change the name. Yeah, totally. That's that's pretty much what... I'm pretty sure Dolly Parton probably did have an experience where she adopted seven orphans (laughs) and fought a win. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So we open on this music video set. I... Oh it, want to see this music video from start to finish because it sort of looks like there's a Olivia Newton-John "Let's Get Physical" vibe to it because there's some beefcakes in it, it. It reminded me of it reminded me of the the like little the little video they played before Captain EO where they showed like the making of yes. it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean her hair is as I mean her hair is big throughout this movie there's definitely a wig journey but i feel like that we go on the video is just to illustrate how she's just like her career's gotten away from her 
She's singing about the song that's about the Smokies, and she has these beefcake backup singers behind her. Yeah, it's like it's like S and M, and they're all like sweaty, and it's like this industrial set. And she's singing this song about like I want to be in the country or something like that. And the song's got like this rock chord to it that's like um, totally going against the lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, And Lorna knows that it's not right. Yeah, but but the whole thing is she's just like. During the making of the video, she's just like, "What's up with this song? Like, has she not heard this version of the song before? <laughs> yeah. Has she not it maybe like... seen any storyboards? What they're going to be taking her through yeah. that she's not completely surprised on the day of filming." My my favorite part about all this is she's like Dolly Parton's doing the classic Dolly dance because Dolly can't dance. Oh right, she kind of bobs to the music and yes. then like like she'll use her nails to like illustrate some lyrics. Right. Just and so she's like doing this, and then then they do like a dosi do or something like like one of the like dancers like <laughs> spins her around, and she's like having none of it. That's when she like is like, okay, I'm done. I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, okay, and I feel like it's the choreography that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back. She's just like, nope, I'm yeah. And her like, her, I love her like sleazy manager is just on set, just, like watching the whole thing, mm-hmm. just like oh well, if she wants and if, like the. The like the video director said something along the lines of I want to get this finished while I still have a visa. Yeah. <laughs> because of course the, vi- the the music video director is like British. He's got like a British accent, so he's just like, "All right, he's like the cool video director." Um yeah, so the waistline, the bust, and the hair all together, it's just like the proportions of Dolly in this scene. I mean, th- it's in the entire movie, but just you re- it's really illustrated. And she mentioned it on Carson, how she had, like, lost weight. Because prior to this, in 9 to 5, in Best Little Whorehouse, she's not heavy by any means. But she's so much thinner here. She's really tiny in this. Yeah. And there's something in a lot of her interviews in that era that just breaks my heart. Is how much she mentioned losing weight and gaining weight. Like, she was on Oprah, and she said that. She was with Barbara Walters, and she said that. She said a lot of things in the Barbara Walters special. I'm like, oh, golly. <laughs> yeah. But, you may need to hold back. Kids, we, just like, we just had a bunch of cousins. We'd go around the barn and fool around. I'm like, Dolly! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying a lot of things. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, even on Carson, she was just like, yeah, we didn't have any money. And, like, her mom's making, like, corn cob, like, dolls. And I don't, But we never on. believed in Santa. Because yeah. we we lived a pretty sad life, yeah. But no, but you really do see this like this new Dolly body because before, I mean, of, of course she's always voluptuous Dolly, but I mean, and especially in Best Little Whorehouses, she's wearing these like low cut outfits, really showing the she's wearing the lingerie cleavage. for most of that. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, here, and even through Steel Magnolias, which is like, well, I guess it's only two years later, right? Steel Magnolias. Yeah. So she's still extremely tiny and thin in that movie as well. But yeah, you're right. She does. She did always kind of, and I think it was the 80s. You know, it was just this time yeah. where women was were just, just like, like expected of the female stars at the yeah. time. But still, like, it's like Dolly, eat, eat, eat that southern food you like. Yeah, eat those biscuits and gravy. Exactly. Don't judge me. Exactly. Don't she, judging you. Yeah. Get I mean, that like Stella Parton got fat. I mean, <laughs> it worked for why not a Judd? And she and, was yeah. always very voluptuous. <laughs> yeah. And Kelly Clarkson today. Yes, she's got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Healthy women in southern music. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, I definitely wrote down the the hair and the waistline. Um, yeah. So she's just she's unhappy with this music video shoot. She tells her her manager, 
um, that she's out. You know, she just wants to cancel it and just literally walk off the set. Yeah. And they kind of just do it for her. Could you imagine being the crew? Just being like, right. Okay. Yeah. They kinda, All right. <laughs> yeah, but kind of no questions. At first, I kind of got the feeling that the manager was going to be like ready to ready to be there with like a B12 shot. Is she that big like of a star that she can just walk off the set of her own video? Yeah, I guess with so. With no repercussions? Yeah, I guess so. Is that so. what's sort of hinting? She's she's the like the country Mariah Carey, I guess. Right. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, judging from the next scene in her boudoir, she very much is, oh, is yeah. like a, a country so, Mariah Carey. So then she talks she talks about like having a, a castle on a hill and <laughs> the smoggy city of LA and <laughs> Yeah. We get a couple of LA establishing shots, Hollywood. Yeah, because she t- is she talking to the audience at one point? She's well, she's narrating the story. She's narrating it's, it's her story, so she's narrating it. So yeah. she's doing the whole once upon a time thing. Sure. Yeah, and then and that... so she's in her boudoir in her I think she's in lingerie <laughs> in the scene too. It's like a negligee. comes in, <laughs> shares father from 1995's Clueless. Oh my goodness. Comes Movies that made a scale all star <laughs> from Dick. Oh yeah, Dick. Amazing. He's he's like he's like climbing climbing the fence outside of her house and then her like guard dogs start attacking him as they should. That's kind of their job. Yeah. And he was and on the set like, of the music video too, I think. Uh, yeah, no, he was in like the mm-hmm. Raptors style, yeah, the opera was... style like peeking in on her. <laughs> Fully like... lurking. So, does he work for something like Star the or the Inquirer or the Globe, we presume? I don't think I don't think they I don't think they ever like they like he talks to like his like editor or something like that, his editor in chief at one yeah. scene, but I don't think they ever like say what he writes for. Yeah. It's and... one of the plots that they kind of drop in this movie. Oh, totally. She just refers to him as paparazzi and he mentions having Yeah, a, having or that paparazzo, that sleazy paparazzo. Yeah. So he he's being attacked by her guard dogs and he starts climbing her like rose trellis to get oh into her God. room. Oh and 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 like she lets him in. He's like dangling outside her room. She, and she lets, lets him in. What is that? Yeah. I guess that Dolly's that good of a person that she doesn't even want this intruder to follow his death. I mean, she's clearly pissed, but like she lets him in. He starts like snapping photos of her and like her yeah, song she's, lyrics. Like, while she's like changing, while she's yeah. changing in her like boudoir and and she can... in her nineteen eighty six like like pink and yellow monstrosity <laughs> boudoir. <laughs> yes. In like a silk robe, and she's calling for her butler, her manservant. The butler Vermin, Vernon? Vernon, yeah. Vernon. And he's Vernon. like, yes, madam, very good. You're paparazzo. Poor, yes, Ver- poor Vernon, though. He's like 80 years old. She's screaming at him to like come to the room. He's she like shuffling from she across She doesn't even tell manse. Vernon where she's going. Well, that's that's a, crazy, okay, and that's another like kind of subplot that they kind of yeah they kind of draw that. So after the whole paparazzi ex- experience, where like Vernon basically like picks he, he takes a hanky and picks him up by his like collar and like whoop. Oh yeah, Vernon like, won't even touch him. Did you notice yeah, who? Throws him out. Did you notice who? Uh, Vernon, what he did a voice of in a Disney movie. Mm, He's no. the voice of the Sultan from Aladdin. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, he's the voice of the Sultan from Aladdin, and he's also in Rescuers Down Under, and, Irv- and he plays Santa in Irvis- Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> oh, we've gone full circle. Another Christmas Disney classic. Plus. So, um, she, we forgot to set up that, uh, is her name Lorna? Lorna's on the phone with her off-camera best 
childhood Judy named Mary Lou. Yeah. From the Smokies. So, so Dolly's Yeah, Dolly's best friend in childhood is named Judy Ogle, who has a very I, short haircut. I love that you know. And I'm not her childhood saying that her best and Dolly friend. are lovers, but I'm strongly <laughs> alluding to it. I mean, she has her own bunk in Dolly's tour bus, which oh. you can tour in Dollywood. <laughs> and and this rumor has followed Dolly like forever. Yeah, Dolly's Dolly's flat out said it's not true, and yeah, I believe Dolly. Yeah, Dolly, I do Dolly wouldn't have any. Dolly's been married to Carl Dean since like 1960. So, right. But but still, it's funded like gossip that way. Oh, totally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So this backstory so with I, Mary Lou that like she just has a she has a cabin like in the woods. But I love that Mary Lou is not seen. No, though she's yeah, just referred they, to. You see a you see a photo of her. Okay. Is it you the see real, a photo of Mary Lou. Is it the you real life Judy? The photo? It's it's it sh- no, it's it not. Should have been. <laughs> uh, we didn't. We don't even hear her voice over the phone. It is you just don't, you don't hear Judy. Judy, you don't hear yeah. Mary Lou's voice. No, you don't see her as a character. She's literally just a plot device. Yeah, for sure. To they didn't Dolly have it in the budget the to to cast a Mary Lou. But Dolly is so yeah. like ready to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. She like picks up her guitar case shatters a window in like her own house and is just like sorry about it vernon i'm at peace out doesn't oh, tell vernon where then, she's and going then she drives her car she drives her car to an undisclosed location yeah gets in mary lou's truck and drives the rest of the way to tennessee so, so mary lou lives in la like right i guess because she gets in the truck in la and drives all the way to tennessee yeah, she yeah. doesn't fly to Tennessee. She drives because she takes that same truck and she abandoned her car. Because it's a plot point, right? Yeah, it's a plot. Yeah, point. she abandons her car, and then and then like the next day, Vernon sees the like broken glass. She sees she's not there, and he calls like the police and they trace her car. So this yeah. there's like she's missing. That like that becomes a plot point, which they drop too. They drop that <laughs> plot point because <laughs> there's yeah. no like there's no like repercussions for that. There's no like. Like people looking for her missing posters or anything like that. It's just nah. This this a list country music star just goes missing and yeah. <laughs> there's nobody that like maybe would they could have set up somebody to go and save her from the jail after she ate the poison pie. But we j- but we jump ahead. <laughs> yeah, we just we just jumped way ahead. <laughs> but they could have tied it up somehow, is what I'm saying. Um, so. I love this travel look that she's wearing. Did she drive all the way from oh, L.A. The, wearing like, that? Jackie o, the, the scarf around the head and the sunglasses, the Jackie O later in life look oh, that she's man. doing. I love those when sunglasses. She's, like, hiding she's from wearing. the paparazzi guy incognito status. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but how does Dan Hedaya track her down? Oh, he – how did he track her down? Did he steal something from, her, from the house? He oh, yeah. noticed she, a piece um, of paper. That yeah, she, had, she had like a piece of paper that she was writing lyrics, and she also wrote like notes that she was going to Tennessee. Okay, because yeah, I thought it was he, just like, song a lyrics. Picture of it. Yeah, and that's why, and that's why he like followed her to Tennessee. Sure. So the first thing that happens when um, she gets to Tennessee or to Pigeon Forge or wherever she's going, she gets pulled over by the sh- I mean, she calls him sheriff right off the bat. He does not identify himself as a sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> he asked her for no ID or registration. Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, then he like he goes like 0 to 100 and starts like totally sexually harassing her oh, right there. Yes, indeed. He's fully just like ready to get in the car with her. 
<laughs> and, and she's and and like we said earlier, she's like having none of it. She's like, oh, I'm just I'm just visiting family. I'm just you know. Yes, lying to a police officer. She just wants to get out of there. I mean, she's not really lying to him. She's done nothing wrong. At this I think point. she said a fake name to him. Oh, she did say a fake name. She did. She did. She did say she totally said a fake name. Yeah. Um, because she, she's, she's in, she's incognito. She doesn't want people to know she's there. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, this, this sheriff is definitely super horny and, um, but you know, and it's super uncomfortable. Like any scene that he has with her, I'm like, Ooh, me too. Yes, definitely. Me too. Yeah. This thread is like throughout the movie of him just like being super horny for, for Lorna and her just like totally rebuffing him at, 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 every, at every moment. But I think the best part of this scene is once Dolly leaves, who comes strutting up astride a <laughs> Jezebel, Jezebel, the oh, local Smoky friend. Mountain Mountain Witch. Yeah. The Mountain Witch Jezebel, oh who comes riding in on a horse with her like riding boots, riding cape, and hair that is blowing. Every scene she's in, her hair's blowing. Her hair. And when she does the magic... When she does a magic spell, her hair is blowing even more. Oh my god! I feel like she definitely is almost like an anti uh, Lorna because her hair is just as big as Dolly. But I mean, <laughs> but it's dark. Yeah, so she's she, evil. Yeah, she can't kind, be blonde. Kind it's of a missed opportunity that they didn't cast in cast Loretta Lynn or anything. <laughs> wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been fun to have seen two dueling country divas? But then it would have fully had to have been like she would have had to have been a main more main of a character because I feel yeah. like Jezebel is just very, yeah. you know, just in a few scenes, just peppered throughout. I could have done she, with she more creates Jezebel. The, she creates the magical realism in this film. Yes, <laughs> magical realism. That is for sure. And and Dolly <laughs> talked about on Carson that she always really loved fairy tales and this is what this movie is, is that it's a, yeah. it's a magic contemporary retelling of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. Country star and the seven orphans, which we'll get to. Yes. We'll, to. well, I mean, it's pretty much the very next scene. She gets to this house, yeah. and there's and there's and she, and there's like stew cooking on the oven, and she yeah. says squirrel stew or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, Ugh. Mary Mary Lou hooked her up. But yeah, Mary, that's, that's the thing. If if she just, does, she think Mary Lou left food like Mary Lou was like cooking squirrel stew, even yeah. though she lives in L.A. Yeah, and like boiling in a pot, like simmering. She mentioned numerous times. She mentions numerous times that no one's been in the cabin for years. That yeah. no one stays in the cabin. Like it's just sitting there, derelict in like the hills of Tennessee. Yes. So I mean, which answers a question as to like how these kids have been squatting there for so long. But yeah. but Lorna is just like, oh, there's there's food cooking now. There's like a lit cigar, like in an yeah. ashtray. Like she's not just like, what the hell? Yeah. But <laughs> you know, so she she like helps herself to this like. This, I just can't get past the fact that she's eating squirrel stew. I mean, <laughs> she helps herself to that. Lorna Lorna's Lorna yeah. knows where she's from. She fully, she fully recognizes. She grew up in she the Appalachians. Yes, for sure. Um, does she just pass right so out? She, so she, <laughs> yeah, she, she eats the stew and just. Go, well, she's been driving for like three days straight. I mean, it's it's a long drive from L.A. to Tennessee. Yes, indeed, that is the truth. Um, but yeah, she eventually just kind of like takes a little nap, goes down for the count, and all seven orphans walk in at once. And it's very. This is their. This is our Snow White and it's, the Seven mm-hmm. Dwarfs. Yeah. There and are so s- like they they. 
No, go ahead. They have like like oh, they have like like the children. I was just mentioning yesterday. I'm like, at one point, like all the children just kind of become one child actor in my mind. But they all have like in dis like individual personalities. And right. They right. tried to give them individual character beats. But there's one that sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the black one? Oh, yes, string bean. <laughs> I like when I like when Dolly was having her little heart to heart with them, and she's just like, "So, what's your deal?" She like she like she no, she like pulls them aside discreetly. She's like, "Yeah, hey, string bean, how did you join this family?" <laughs> yeah, because at that point, and I'm like, I'm I'm like I'm like in the break room at work, like cackling because. <laughs> But I mean, are we to believe that the other six are siblings? I see. They all mention that they, they vote each it, other that they're in the family. So are they all from separate yeah, except, families? Except for String Bean, they mention their mother, you know, dying right. and saying that she's going to send an angel to watch out for them. Which is like the the smallest little girl. Right. I think her name was like Mary or something like that. Sees Dolly asleep in the bed mm-hmm. and and they're like all the other kids are like who's she and the little girl's like i know who she is she's the angel and yeah. dolly's like she's backlit like roma downey and touched by an angel <laughs> her hair is like on the pillow like immaculate she's wearing like a white gown yeah it's like it's like virgin mary like symbolism right there and then they cut to commercial yes indeed i they wish go, they go to like they go to like the photo frame and they put it in like the, in photo, the book. Like, oh, yeah. that goes throughout. I wish that we had a copy of this with the vintage commercials that they would have. Oh shown. God, I would die for that. Um, I mean, but this is all to set up Dolly for her future role as uh, Charlene's guardian angel on Designing Women. <laughs> I haven't. I'm re. I'm rewatching all of Designing Women and I haven't gotten there yet because I feel like Charlene. Either I don't know if she like hits her head. And Charlene also has a very Dolly Parton backstory in the show, too. Because she talks about growing up poor with all these brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes, she does. But, um, yeah, I think she just idolizes um, Dolly. But, okay, so, did these... Is there, like, an orphanage that these kids ran away from? Is no one accounting for seven missing children? They take the children... They... There's like a group home in the town run by two like the spinster, spinster sisters, cat lady sisters who hate kids. Oh my god! I should also we should also mention that these orphans and these women that run this orphanage look like they were dropped in from the 1930s. Oh yes, oh yes. All the ki- all the orphans are wearing like 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 community theater costumes from like a production of Oklahoma. Yes, like they're all wearing like gingham and yes. like. Like I a mean, big I patch mean, sewn on, like awkwardly. They just kind of yeah, look like, ho- like, like hobos. Like, like they're about to sing like "Hard Knock Life" or "Food Glorious Food" yes. at any moment. Yes, exactly. And the two the my two favorite, sisters look like my mis- my favorite is they start introducing the different orphans, right? And then the little girl Mary's like, "His name's Fred, but we call him Beast because he's the biggest," or something like that. Yeah. And then his Rude. entire character is he's fat. Yes. He's not even that fat, too. He's he's, he's just fat. a big kid. He's not even that chubby. Yeah. He's not even that chubby. And I'm like, and I'm like, is he eating all of your food? Because you guys don't have much food. You have 
<laughs> yeah, that was rude. <laughs> the little redhead kid is Danny. Uh, Danny Cooksey. Cooksey from Salute Your Shorts and Terminator. Yeah, it's Budnick. Oh, Budnick. That's who that is. Yep. He's also Sam from I, Different for... Strokes who got kidnapped. Yeah, he worked around in the eighties. For some reason, I kept thinking that Seth Green was one of the kids in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. There was a lot of red hair in in those orphans. Because um, there was there's like there's like the twins, there's like I there's the twins, there's the older there's like the the one older orphan girl Jake. who's like blossoming oh, into girl. a woman. Sure, her name is Cindy. Cindy, yeah. She was in the Dolly hug. Has a moment. She was in the Dolly hug a bunch a movie. movie. Yeah. If you're familiar with that, the hug a bunch yeah. movie. Dolly Dolly has a moment with her where she's like. I'm going to hang up a curtain so you yeah. can have your own section. Oh, and... that part definitely reminded me. I was like, oh, this is like Dolly drawing on a memory of hers that like Dolly yeah. Parton actually she, has. Yeah. That this was a big moment father, in her like, life. Like hung up a curtain so that she could have her own place. And I'm just like, because mm, oh I know Dolly God. slept in like a bed with all 12 siblings and they just right. left the bed on it. Oh, my God. Stella will say that in her like concerts. I'm like Stella. Oh my god! And they're <laughs> like saying a lot of things, Stella. In their shack with like one room. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. Then there's like okay, but we have to mention like the oldest orphan, Jake, and Jake's just very wary of like of Lorna, and like he does yeah, not like this deal. Yeah, him, and he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's the one who provides for the other kids because he mentions they um. We'll get to this character, the Mountain Dan, in a minute, but he oh mentions, oh, I've noticed your traps around. So that means that Jake is the one who's been hunting the squirrels that he made the squirrels stew yes. out of. And rabbits as well. And rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Because they show him, like, coming in with a rabbit or something. Yes. So Lorna kind of tells, rather than thinking, oh, my God, seven miners are squatting in my friend's cabin. I've got to call the cops. She thinks... Let's all stay here together. We'll just sort all of this out after Christmas. That seems like the Which logical is, I mean, that's response. That's rational, right? That's a <laughs> rational thing to do, right? She went up there to get away from Hollywood and get some personal time to like write some more music that is more in tune with her as an artist. And now she has to take care of seven orphan children. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if she's going to be writing a lot of music. And and one of the children has like a fever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like has like has like diphtheria. So I was going to say like she's that. got like dropsy. And they like... talk and they talk about how she's been sick for a while. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like if Lorna hadn't have shown up, she would have died. Yes. She would have like she like... succumbed to the measles or whatever she has. Because <laughs> like they're like I'll get the, don't worry about us, ma'am. I'll get the, I'll get the ointment. I'm like ointment. The ointment. Oh, that's why that <laughs> ointment for a fever. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The kid- and so and so she takes them. She takes the. It's the littlest one. It's Mary, I think. And yes. She takes her to from the monster she squad. Takes her to town. She takes her to town to the doctor, and the little girl's terrified because she thinks that they're. You know, she's gonna get. You know, the jig is up. She's gonna get found out and yes. brought back to the group home. And then Lorna's like, "Well, I won't tell if you won't tell," because she has a lot to lose too. Right. But I feel like Lorna has less to lose than the little girl because Lorna's right, just going to sure. go back to L.A. and live in her fabulous mansion. Yeah, definitely. Whereas, whereas, like, the little girl would go back to, like, twin Miss Hannigan's house. Yes, definitely. Um, 
just going back a little bit, I do I did write down that Lorna's nightgown is is more fabulous than a wedding dress. Oh my god, those it had, sleeves! Like, sleeves, it's <laughs> <Yes>. cinched. <laughs> well, this is this is her like angel outfit. Yes. This is the like this is the angel like... outfit for sure. Um, but we have to talk about the town doctor slash veterinarian. Veterinarian. So <laughs> so the waiting room, you see like you see like some kids that are sick, but then you see like a pig, a goat. Oh, yeah. Like and a parrot or something. Dogs. We wouldn't have been a vet a veterinarian's office. We wouldn't have the scene with all of these cute animals, though. This is true. And the veterinarian is played by Rance Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard's, Ron Howard's father. Yep. And Ron Howard's mother is also later in the movie. Yeah, it is a family affair. I mean, it happy a, days. Ron Howard, surprise, Ron Howard actually put on some, like, makeup, and he's one of the small, like, orphans with red hair. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean... I think I was I think that uh the Fonz just must be really close with all of the Howards. Yeah. So that's I, why they're I all guess. in it. Well, I think I think Henry Winkler just has a reputation for being like the nicest man in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so I think just like, you know, he just became friendly with, with Ron Howard and that whole family. But um yeah. we get a we get a our second scene with Lorna pretty pretty soon. Um and yeah, this is when she's just like fully talking to the sheriff and he she's just like that woman. And um when she walks into the well, cafe and everything uh well, blows before over. Before she goes into the cafe, um Dolly like they have this cute scene like the scene with the the veteran doctrinarian was the cutest <laughs> thing ever. She cuz she says something like you're a vet, aren't you? And he's like, "Yeah, World War 2." Yeah. And I'm like, "So wait, this this movie's set in 1986." How old is this vet? Yeah, he's fully like in his seventies. <laughs> yeah, and so 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 he mentions how like he went to doctor school first, but then he realized he wouldn't make much money there in in you know East Tennessee up right. in the hills. So he had to be a vet too, because you know. And I love I love the two little four H um, the, the little boys from four H who are yeah. in the vet office, and they mention they mention oh she's not feeling well you might want to change your fee yeah. Change your feet. She's like, that's good advice. That's good advice, which I'm like, that's sweet, but it's also slightly offensive. <laughs> yeah. This whole movie this whole movie just portrays Tennessee as just a bunch of hicks that like shoot whatever animal they find oh, and then yes. cook it, including the buckshot. Yeah. Like, Greet people going to their front door with a gun. Yeah. Every, Multiple yeah, scenes of this everybody movie. Everybody in this movie answered their door with a shotgun. With guns. Yeah. yeah. Everyone just answers the door with guns because I guess it happens in Tennessee. Yes, indeed. So before before Jezebel has her scene in the town cafe, there's like this this Santa Claus and the elf. Like mannequins. And the reindeer display. <laughs> At first and... I thought it was a real Santa. <laughs> yeah. But it's not. She says, look, there's Santa. You want to pet his beard? I'm like. What? what? Yeah. Come again? Yeah. And why is Santa just sitting there in the middle of this town? <laughs> because he's a yeah. mannequin. Because it's a mannequin. But they they will go back to that sleigh. It, it pays off it later. On. Oh, yeah. That was a good setup right there. I didn't even think about that. That's, that's uh, Chekhov's gun right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now so now this is when, when Jezebel like infiltrates like, the town honky-tonk. Right? Well, I mean, I take it that <laughs> Jezebel is like a... She's like the local witch. Everyone knows about Jezebel. Everyone knows about Jezebel, and everyone's afraid of Jezebel. They can just yes. randomly um, summon her to come in at any moment. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dolly, um, Lorna, 
is leaving the, the, the doctor's office with the little girl. They have their cute little scene with the Santa Claus. And the sheriff comes up and me too's her again. Yes. Because he's trying to like – he's trying to catch her in, in a lie. So so she mentions, oh, this is my little girl, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he's like, he's like, I didn't see her when he pulled into town. She's like, oh, she was just laying in the back with a bunch of junk. And, yeah. <laughs> Covered in boxes. Much, it's, it's, it's very much like in Annie when like the dog catcher's like, well, what's the name of the dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very that. And yeah, but and the little girl's kind of playing along. He's like, what? yeah, the little girl's playing along as, as as best as the child actor of 1986 could. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think she had yet to to star in in the Monster Squad. I think that was the following year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that the same little girl from Monster Squad? It is. Yeah, speaks. Ger- she's a virgin. Shit? Yeah, <laughs> she's that chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> This movie gets so much better the more we uncover I these know. different layers. I also <laughs> found out the writer of this movie, uh, Robert uh, Blake, and he is a horror writer for TV. He wrote the Poltergeist TV show and the Stepford Children. So they got like I a spooky... About, when you said Robert Blake, I'm like, you mean Beretta, the guy th- who killed his wife? That's what I thought, no. too. I was like, what? It's spelled B-L-E-I-C-K. Or, uh, okay. C-H. okay, even better. Even Blech. better. Blick. <laughs> Blick. Oh, man. But yeah, just kind of a random person to write a Dolly like, Christmas movie. Feel-good family movie, yeah. Well, but, I mean, there's there's strong supernatural overtones in this yes, movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's for sure. It kind of kind of threw me when we first saw Jezebel come in on that yeah, horse. This was not like, the direction I thought this movie oh, was going to take. That's what it's this like, is oh, going to be. Oh, there's a witch in here now. Yeah. So what do you so think? The, the diner scene is like the best witchy scene, except for yes. when she's literally over a cauldron. Yeah. But everyone's drinking, and um, Henry, is that the name of the, Harry, it's either Harry or Henry, the yeah. paparazzo. Sure. He, like, rolls up in the town, and he's trying to get, like, information about about Lorna, and he's, like, like he pulls out, like, her, like, 8 by 10 headshot, and he's, like, Just has anyone seen this woman? Has anyone seen this woman? I was wondering in the universe of the movie how famous Lorna is, because you would think that a local woman from the Smokies and this area who became a huge country star, everyone would just know who she was. Right. So I was kind of curious oh, that yeah. like, more like, people didn't in, recognize her. In, in Pigeon Forge, there's like a full on like statue of Dolly Parton there. And there's yeah. like like every single like attraction has like a wax figure of Dolly Parton. It's like it's like they worship her there. So I, I mean she's like Lorna's walking down the street uh unrecognized, so she must not be that big of a deal. If they don't know who she Although is, Dolly Dolly did mention in a in like an interview that when she walks around Pigeon Forge with Carl, no one recognizes her because she's not wearing a wig, she's not mm. wearing makeup, she's got like mousy brown hair and like what? So, so I feel that this is kind of like kind of that kind of situation, okay. but she's still like she's still like immaculately coiffed oh, yeah. with like twelve. 12 inch press on nails oh yeah <laughs> yeah like daytime lorna is like super is still super drag she can she can play that guitar with yeah. those nails oh my god we'll get we'll get to that scene <laughs> but i mean we have to we have to address just like jezebel like luring lorna to her like yes to her death off this cliff so sure. yeah we'll so get dolly's that. We'll get playing we still have to talk about the diner scene because this is so awesome yeah everyone's drinking right they all have their beers. They have their sodas. Lorna, Lorna, Jezebel comes in, and all of their sodas and beers kind of tip over. Yes. 
and her hair's billowing in the like it's like the worst witch. Her hair's billowing in the 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 wind. Yes. And and the drinks are tipped over at this like precarious angle, but they're not falling. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but they're not falling over. They're yeah. just tipped. Yeah. And it's like showing her power. She's yes. like she's like threatening everyone in this diner. Yeah. With her like with her like juju yes. mountain gregory magic. <laughs> and I think this happens and I would I wouldn't be surprised if this happens fairly regularly in this town. Whenever oh, yeah. she enters a room, well, everyone I mean, knows what's gonna happen. I mean, at at this point she makes it clear that the reason she hates Lorna is because Lorna took her man. Right. So this makes right. Lorna Jolene. I want everyone to know that. Yeah, sure. Jezebel is begging at you. Please don't take her man. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Yeah, and so she's just kind of like, does she kind of like, is she asking the town like, where is Lorna or like, what is her, what is she trying to get out of this? Like, I, 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 I forget, but I do yeah. know that like, like, like the um, you know what? No, it does match up because the paparazzi dude, he. He says, "Oh, I know her," and and I think he leads her to the the cabin. Oh, okay. Or she leads him to the cabin. Yeah. And because remember, he has to like ride up in a donkey or something like that. She meets yes. him. She meets him in the forest because he is given this donkey to try to find this cabin, and he's kind of lost because he's then... got a shitty car and it's not going to make it up. And it's the not going to make pass. it up the mountain, so they yeah. give him a donkey. Yeah. And he does strike a deal with God. In that scene, Jesus. if he spare, if if he doesn't like freeze to death in the forest, he'll change his ways yeah. and quit reporting all of like, these I lies. Think, this I is think like, we've skipped like twenty minutes of the movie because because there is the scene, like you said, where Jezebel is luring Lorna to like some cliff somewhere. Yeah, and she's like Frankenstein walking. Dolly Parton is Frankenstein walking through yeah. this like mist, super like. Like out of a gothic horror novel. Yeah, arms <laughs> straight out in front of her, just like sleepwalking. And there's like, mist everywhere, and you hear like you hear like like Lorna, come to me, yes. come to me. Mind you, at this at this time in the movie, Lorna is still going under her like pseudonym in town. So this just proves that Jezebel is like a magic witch woman because she knows Lorna's real name. Yeah, she's mega witch because she got like the yeah she got her actual name out of like the and ether. she's and she's like luring her and it's so fabulous the like she's doing like this like fabulous like witch lure thing with her like fingers and like yes and there's like major industrial like wind machines mm-hmm. like yeah like her hair her hair and Dolly's hair is like blowing it's like totally clips of the heart yes indeed <laughs> and she's just about to like. Lorna is just about to step off like the edge of a cliff, like this precipice down to this like raging river below. And she's saved by none other than Mountain Dan. Mountain Dan, which Played the children are terrified of. The children he's like are... an urban legend. Yes. He's gonna he's gonna like make bread with their bones and like, you know like like eat them. They say he's got like razor sharp teeth. Yeah. He's gonna eat them. He's um he's gonna use their bones as weapons. Yeah. He uses a rattlesnake as a whip. It's basically um my stories about Gina Davis. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But this is our for this is our introduction to Lee Majors full like thirty five minutes into this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super long into the movie and the, the male lead has just now appeared. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't take her back to the, to the cabin right away. Don't they kind of have like a little campfire mm-hmm. moment? They like, like, 
they I have no idea where this this like waterfall is because it makes it they make it out that like he has to ride like all night long to get back to the cabin. Right. But Lorna just walked How there. How did she so walk? Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's like he's like got this like fire and he made her I forget what he made her. He like made her food. Right. And they like they like they they like kinda like hit it off. Oh yes, they hit it off. They fully sing Fernando by ABBA. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, I kind of just have one of my my next notes right after this are the kids getting arrested. <laughs> I mean, well, we can just sort of skip. Whole... We can just sort of skip right to it. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on in between. Well, well there's then there's like there's a whole bunch of scenes setting up the kids like bonding with Lorna. Right. They're basically decorating the cabin and getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. And I think they mentioned a secret Santa. They're like going to do a secret Santa and no one give anyone a present under two, um, over $200. Right. Right. Or something like that. And all the kids like look at each other like, Oh, I have like 20 cents. Yeah. (laughs) But I take it that they're going to have to make each other something. Yeah. Cause that's something from, that's something from Dolly's childhood. Yeah. And this is where they have this scene with like the older girl where she's like, like, oh, you like the dress, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm not pretty and all that. Yeah. Then they have the musical number. So uh, I was I was shazamming multiple songs of this movie and nothing was coming up. Nothing so was coming I don't up. think that there's a current uh, no. <laughs> a copyright copy or song. Yeah. Smoky yeah. Mountain Christmas. These songs belong to YouTube now. <laughs> so so she whoever whoever like posted the movie has also posted all the different songs. Oh so she's okay. playing, she's on this rocking chair playing the songs with her like long ass nails. Yes. Um and she has a full backing band and back like background singers. And it's just her playing the guitar for the kids, but she has like full studio <laughs> like recording of the theme song of the movie. Hey, I mean, this is why you're setting your record on your VCR the well, night Smoky the, Mountain Christmas comes on is to hear all these songs. Yes, indeed. You, you know, Jezebel, when she first meets Lorna, she does mention that she has magic. She does. She mentions that she has magic, so maybe her magic is wherever she goes, she has a full musical number that she can pull on at yeah, any moment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Dolly's a like, white witch. Yeah, that's she a, called that, her a white witch. That's really like another plot that they like kind of abandon in this is like Lorna men- um Jezebel mentions that Lorna has magic, mm-hmm. and you think that they would have this like fabulous witch fight. No, yes, nothing like that. I thought that later on she was just going to be like, "Oh, I do have power." I didn't know. Like here, my late the power like, was white... in me all along. Yes, exactly. Very like Mistress of the Dark moment where she's just like, "Oh, I guess I am a witch." Um, so Harry or Henry, I keep where are my notes because I have his name written down here, and I keep Dan Hadea. Yeah, Henry is sure, Henry. He he's like riding this donkey through the hills. Oh my god. And he's lost. He's about to freeze to death. And he like says, "God, if you, you know, if you protect me, I'll, you know, bend my hat, be a better person." Blah blah blah. Mind you, this entire movie, he's dressed like Kolchak the Night Stalker. He's right. got like a straw, like greasy jacket, straw hat. He's like the classic like sleazy tabloid yes, reporter. Yeah, he's got like a big, big bushy and mustache. Then, <laughs> and then, and then the fog lifts. And there's a cabin. And for a second, I thought it was like this. It was, you know, Mary Lou Retton's cabin or whatever. Oh, right. I thought it was, 
They thought it was like the cabin Lorna stayed in, but right. no, it's it's Mountain Dan's cabin. And yeah. he he um he like spends the night with him. And like he's cooking like he, he cooks I forget what he cooked him, but like he's like like Dan Hade is spitting out like the buckshot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have any of you so guys that's ever another, that's another case of like is the food in the South that disgusting? <laughs> have any of you guys <laughs> ever spit out a buckshot before when eating? No. I have. I've never eaten anything freshly shot. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know yep. about you, but I'm from Montana. I, I have. No. Uh, so so that's this is like the turning point for the paparazzi character. Yes, because like from here on out in the movie, he's a good guy. Yes. He switches teams. Right? He's, he's one of the gang side. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think we may have skipped the scene where Cowboy Dan comes and visits Lorna and the kids in the cabin. Right, and introduces – yeah, he gets introduced to the kids, and they're all super wary He's introduced to the kids, and they're like, oh, he's not that bad of a guy. But at first, they're all terrified of him. They think that he's brought, like, a rattlesnake in a bag. Yeah. They're, like, and it just turns out to be out. a fruitcake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it turns out to be a fruitcake. And, of course, the fat kid comes and eats it. <laughs> he's like, give me that fruitcake. Gross. But, this is, but in these two scenes, both – Times someone answers the door with a shotgun. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, because Mountain Dan answers his door with a shotgun. Mountain Dan answers his door with a shotgun. The kids won't even let Mountain Dan onto the porch without like probing him with a shotgun. Yeah. Because they're like terrified of him. Yeah, and there's one more scene later on where where a door gets answered with a with another rifle with another shotgun. Yeah. So it's like it's just a shotgun fiesta here in <laughs> Locust Ridge, Tennessee, or wherever it's. <laughs> Gatlinburg. <laughs> it, no, it wouldn't be Gatlinburg because it's too Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge are too like metropolitan oh for this goodness. sort of. It would be across the hill where yeah. like Dolly actually grew up. This dog patch. <laughs> dog patch. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins Day next yeah. week, and they have to do the raise. So we have to we have to move along with the story. I mean, how do the kids get arrested finally? I there's like um, a raid on the house. Does the witch tell? The, does the witch tell the police that they're there? I forget. I forget. I know that the sheriff comes and finds comes and finds them. I love that. And Dolly's like, and Dolly's like, like kind of joking with him, and she kind of pushes him aside, and he's like, "Well, now you're resisting arrest, so you're, you know." And fully takes her in. I love that when they yeah, fully come takes up her to the in. house. He's like. He's like I like it. It, it's it's now gone from it's now gone from protective custody to resisting arrest or something, and he arrests her, and then all the kids are like being taken away, and she's in the back of a police car, and she's like, you know, like you know, tear in her eye, like waving goodbye to them, like I love you. Yeah, she's fully like I'm joking that the kids get arrested; they're just taking them away back to the orphanage. But but Lorna fully gets arrested and thrown in town jail. I Lorna was gonna... is fully arrested <laughs> and behind bars. And it becomes a woman in prison film all yes. of a sudden. I was going to say, when they come up to the house, they have guns in hand. They're going to shoot they these kids. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it that serious that they have to have their firearms, like, everyone, everyone answers the door with a shotgun in this town. So I'm surprised the veterinarian doctor didn't, like, let them into his office with a shotgun. Yeah, seriously. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah, so this is when they have to go break Dolly out. Yeah. She's in the big um, house. Yeah. So she's in the big house. Um the oldest the oldest child Jake got away. Um 
the all the kids are like all other six of the kids are brought to the foster home group home orphanage um and Lorna is behind bars and then they cut to Jezebel in her lair oh my goodness oh my god this scene like fully over a cauldron like pouring some like red liquid into the cauldron dropping a frog in the cauldron it's very like it's very this is this is very like my little school from the worst witch almost she has a full <laughs> like she's got a full like paddle like an oar that she's like yeah during like, this cauldron. cauldron yeah and and she's like she's she's baking a pie She's baking a pie with just raw apples. Like yeah, she, she just sliced up the apples and just put them in. I don't. The I don't know if that's there. how pies work. I mean, at least throw some cinnamon and butter or something. Like, come on, lady, this pie is going to be gross. <laughs> well, the, the, um, so so Lorna's in jail, and the sheriff's like making another advance to her that she totally rebuffs, and then <laughs> um, Jezebel. Turns into an old lady. Yeah. She, like, turns into, like, a sweet little old lady. Mm-hmm. And she does a spell to make, like, the radio go off that, like, the sheriff's needed on the other end of town. So so Lorna's left alone. And Jezebel comes in with a pie. <laughs> this is a very sitcom and, jail, too. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the one, it's, like, the one cell. And there's, like, yeah. the, the, the cot. And, like, the little the little window. And, like... <laughs> yeah, it's super it's super quaint. Uh but she sends she must send those other police officers like clear across the county. Because Yeah. Cuz there was there was at least a few other officers. Like there was like five or six officers including like the deputy who was like like this like ne'er-do-well kid, like another character that they kind of like introduce but don't do anything with until the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a super young one. Yeah, he's like, and he's and like, so they like send them all out, and Jezebel comes in with a pie, and she tricks Lorna into oh, eating man. the pie. I love that. Uh, just Dolly just totally accepts that. Oh, this little old lady just brings me a pie to eat. Well, I'm little, just gonna. Well, doesn't well, but, she? Isn't her like ruse that she recognizes her? Yes, she's the one she's person like, in the town that recognizes her. her. Or like, like it got on the news that this big recording artist was in jail. Yeah, and where's Vernon to like, like bail her out? Oh my god! So, yeah, so right. She's like she, she tricks her into eating the pie, and it being the Snow White story, Lorna falls asleep. Yeah. At, uh, at this point, Mountain Dan is caught up with Jake. And now they've got to, like, break her out of jail. And do they ever break her out of jail? Yeah, they took out that whole wall. It comes out like a cartoon. Yeah. like (laughs) Maybe the YouTube video that I watched, I'm like, how did they do that? Like, did they shoot, like, dynamite at it? What did they do? Yeah, it was unclear. (laughs) <laughs> all of a sudden all of a sudden there's like like maybe maybe there was like a jump in the video that i watched but like like the one scene she's asleep the next scene there's like this giant gaping hole in the wall yeah it was like the wall that fell down at like the beginning of white christmas like just the entire like half of, like side of a building came down mm-hmm. and um they've got to figure out how to wake her up because she's asleep i mean 
And and then Jake, who this entire movie has had like a chip on his shoulder, yeah, m- mentions like like he says something like along the lines of you know I I love you, you're like a mom to, to yeah. us, and then two single tears fall on her cheek, and that's what wakes her up. Not a kiss, no. nothing, just two single tears. Yeah. from the oldest orphan. That's very frozen. And that wakes her up. Yeah, super frozen. I mean, he's a little boy. They're not gonna have him like kiss Dolly, right? Or or like Lee like. Sweaty, smoky Lee Majors. I kind of yeah. th- <laughs> I, I thought Lee Majors would wake her up. Yeah, I mean, um, I I know we I know we skipped something, but the whole like campfire scene with Dolly and Mountain Dan. Yeah, he mentions that he's from this because this is an important plot point later in the movie. He mentions that he's not from right the mm-hmm. country. Right, that he's not from like. The, the mountain area yeah. that he's a city slicker he and he came the there to like get away from everything just like her. Yeah. He's a man of the woods like Justin Timberlake. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dolly's awake. The kids, she's with Jake and mountain Dan and Jezebel comes in to like confront her one last time. Yes. In her true form. And she, and Jezebel just true. assumes that the <laughs> pie didn't work. Abomination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because she thing. looks at her and she's just like, "Well, what the fuck? You didn't eat my pie." Well, she saw her eat the pie and she saw her fall asleep. Oh, that it didn't just work. Yeah, the poison didn't yeah. work. Yeah, but but she's but she thinks that she didn't do the spell right. Is yeah. the thing like like a war double guessing herself? Yeah, she thought a war. And Dolly's off. like, "Well," and then she's like, "I'm going to kill you now!" Like 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 every single syllable, like just chewing the scenery. Oh yes, she's gonna and take then, out her witch blade and, and just like, stab well, her, or you kill me. She's like, before you kill me, I just want one more bite of that pie. Like, like totally like Roger, not Roger Rabbit, totally Bugs Bunny in it. Like yeah. duck season, rabbit season. And yeah, she reverse Jezebel- psychologies her into like eating the pie. And Jezebel eats the fucking pie. Oh my god. And this is where it would have been like the witch fight that I was expecting, yes. you know, because Jezebel's like, you've got magic in you. I'm expecting her to like have this like shooting lasers at each other. That's and exactly. And make one of them turns into a dragon. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Once again, it would have been fun if Loretta Lynn was the <laughs> I mountain just, witch. I just think they didn't have the budget to have like a no. big, they don't have the budget major the witch movie. fight. Yeah, it's just like, just have her, just have her trick her into eating the pie. There's so no way she, that they so, can make uh, sparks and lightning bolts come out of Dolly's hands. Out of Dolly's nails. <laughs> out of Dolly's nails. They would. <laughs> they would come out of those giant acrylics those that she's acrylics. wearing. Yeah, they would end up. Or being... like, or like, at the least, have like a, a cat fight, a la Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think she. If if there wasn't like lightning bolt hands, she could have had like a a locket or a medallion or a ring or something. Mm-hmm. You know. But you yeah, know, whatever. We didn't get it. Lorna eats her own poison pie, and is and falls. Asleep. And Lorna's like, "Good night, Jezebel." And then Jezebel's like, "Oh," and then she falls asleep. Yeah, she just straight up was like, "Oh, well." And yeah, she just falls into a sleep like death. Yeah, <laughs> and then we end up at this family court scene, presided over. They kidnap. Six children. They yeah. literally kidnap the children first, <laughs> and 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 because this is, they take the two. So they they then introduce the two like matrons of the group home. Yes. In their like frilly 1930s spinster dresses, yes. like Miss Gulch about House to come coats. take Toto away. Yes. 
and and so Lor- so Lorna and Mountain Dan come. They steal the costumes off of Santa Claus and the elf that were in the town square, which is how we get that fabulous pirate labyrinth yes. elf costume. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they sneak up. They go up to the group home and say that, oh, we're here to, you know, give the children a good – a good um, Christmas. They'd already tried before to have um, Henry come in and like seduce them, I guess, seduce the the spinster sisters, <laughs> and say that and say that like he's the group home inspector, and they're not falling for that. So this is oh, their like right. plan B. Right. So this is their plan B that they're gonna go in and you know say that you know I'm just doing a charity thing. I'm Lorna Davis. Um, this is, you know, Santa Claus. <laughs> and so so the the group home matrons who are, you know, in every right to do this are like, well, we don't have paperwork to do this. Nothing was announced. We're just going to bring one child at a time down to you. Right. So while they're doing that, the paparazzi is upstairs sneaking around trying to get the kids. And... I forget how, but the the sisters catch on that what they're trying to do, and Lorna takes like a skillet or something and hits one of them over the head, <laughs> and then they push them in. They push the sisters in the other room and lock them in, but they lock Her- with, Henry in the room Henry. with the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they have to like open the door again and get him out, and then they then they lock the sisters in there. So not only are they kidnapping six other six children, they have now imprisoned two yes. women. And then they run off. They like all the children are in the back of the sleigh, and they ride off in the sleigh. So they've added grand like grand theft sleigh. Yeah, grand there's theft a lot. Sleigh. There's a lot that's going to be sending these people to jail. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? The the court date is set for the very next morning. Yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't even. In the next morning, it was like four o'clock in the morning because John Ritter. It yes. was a matter of like forty-five <laughs> minutes that John Ritter was at court for him. Judge John Ritter, he's just like you dragged yeah, like me here. Still in his... Yeah, he has on, no like, road. On Christmas morning, he's like, he like mm-hmm. he woke me up four hours early on Christmas morning. And he's still in his pajamas. Do you think he's just reading his, <laughs> looking at the paperwork for this case, being like, "What the fuck? Like what? Yeah. What went he's, he's on in up. in these last five hours?" He's listing off all the crimes against the against Mountain Dan and Lorna, but then he's also like, then oh, and during this scene, we're introduced to the fact that Mountain Dan used to be a lawyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's <laughs> so Mountain fully... Dan is representing them in family court. Um, the um, they're listing off all the things that you know they could arrest Lorna and Mountain Dan for, but then he's like, and the counter charges against the sheriff are blah blah blah, blah like false imprisonment, <laughs> um, stalking. I'm pretty sure sexual harassment yeah, was on there. Had to be in there somewhere. <laughs> and he mentions he mentions, well, this is this is an election year, so you might want to find a new job. And then they show the like the little deputy like straightening up his tie, like I'm going to be the new sheriff. <laughs> oh, that's right, the young kid. Oh man, I mean. So it's- it's totally Deus ex machina via John Ritter. Yes. Like, like they're like, well, we've written ourselves in a corner. How are we gonna get this, this movie resolved? Don't they just resolve it? Just saying that Dolly's <laughs> gonna essentially pay for everything. Yeah, she that says Lorna's she's, gonna fix the. Lorna, she's gonna fix the sheriff's station and yeah. the giant hole that they ripped out of the wall of the prison cell, and she's going and to gonna, build and she's gonna pay a, for new a new orphanage. New, 
Yeah. Which will not be run by the twins anymore. Not no, be run by out. the spinster sisters. Yeah. Who like they were honestly they were just doing their job. I feel really sorry for them. This whole movie. <laughs> they hated those kids though. They seemed pretty awful. They were like grabbing them by the ears. I'm like, sure they were they abusing them, scalding them with like hot water or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting them. With, well, they're, like, they're lucky. Hangers. They're lucky. This wasn't like that one Dolly Parton song where they burned down the orphanage. Oh, I love. Pete that loves one. that song. That's a good one. That's, I love a good Dolly story it's song. Like, I love when Dolly Parton sings songs about like murder and like those kids burned down the orphanage with that evil woman inside. That song is <laughs> dark as hell. And, and I, I take it, it that these two are the evil woman. That she's right? Yeah, they're versions. They're versions of 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 the woman that it's called. I think Evening Shade or something like that is the name of the Evening song. Shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Um, so I think also so like Judge John Ritter, who I'm assuming was stunt cast, right? We were just like watching yeah, it. It was like it was it was like, Oh hey, it's John Ritter. Yeah, I think he, from problem child too. I think yeah. he owed a favor to Henry Winkler and he just saw Dolly's Henry name Winkler. and he's like, I'm I'm there. Tell yeah, me when to show for up. Sure, for sure. Um so I think he's just so no nonsense that he's just like all right, fuck this. Like your 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 um your sentence you got to pay for all seven of these kids <laughs> until they're 18, <laughs> right? Well, well, he kind of doesn't want to give her give her the kids at first. And then like then like there's like testimony from the children that like she's the closest thing we've had to a mom in a long time and and like one of the kids mentions that all she wanted for Christmas was a mom, and then you know Lorna showed up, and it's really schmaltzy. And then like, like John Ritter's like, oh whatever, temporary, and even says temporary, yeah, temporary, um, temporary. I almost said scholarship, right? Temporary custody temporary goes to city. Lorna. <laughs> so these all of these seven orphan children are going to just be moved to LA and they'll just live in a mansion for the rest of their lives. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, including string bean. good for them. Including string bean. I mean, this all worked out. Yeah. The one chubby kid. Oh, had, oh, like, and, then, all the and I love, wanted. I love the test. Um, Freddie or Frank, the one they call the beast. Right. He, his testimony was that, well, she's a real good cook. Cause he's fat. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to be calling for, uh, Vernon for some like late night McDonald's runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vernon, bring the car around. But it's kind of the car around. <laughs> it's kind of sweet good, because this movie good, opens. Oh wait, <laughs> this movie opens with Dolly uh, Lorna, as I should say. I keep mm-hmm. calling her Dolly because it's pretty much Don't, Dolly. Yeah. It, um. It, it, like I said, it's it's her. It's like when you write fan fiction and you don't want it to be about you, so you like change the name. Yeah. But it's totally you. It's Dolly. It's Dolly. I'm fairly certain Dolly fought a witch. You know. It, it happened. <laughs> so this movie opens with Lorna kind of having this uh, existential crisis as a musician that she's like, something is missing in my life. Like, what is it? I'm going to go back home to try to figure out what it is. And it turns out it was being a mother. Ah. So it's sort of this nice little character arc. They did help her write her song too, because the Jake mentions like all the bad things that happened to them since their mother died. Right. And, and she's, 
and she's like writing on like, well, it could be worse. And she's like writing a song and like clicking her nails together and making <laughs> handbone and stuff like that. She's using and them the as creative movie, inspiration. <laughs> so the movie ends Christmas morning. They're all in the cabin, um, exchanging like homemade presents. Yes. You see like paintings on the wall that the children had like painted with their watercolors. Um, Mountain Dan's there wearing his big old hat with a giant feather. Um, Henry the paparazzi's there taking their pictures. I'm like, who invited this creepy ass paparazzi dude? <laughs> I'm I'd be curious to see how he's gonna stick along with this group now. So he's just like, <laughs> is he just gonna be Dolly's assistant, like her her new manager? He's gonna be her, like. He's gonna be her like official photographer or something like that. Yeah, he's just part of he's just part of the crew now. He um, gets he gets his own bunk in her tour bus, just like Judy Ogle. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, that was Smoky Mountain Christmas, a movie that I don't think Pete and I had seen until last year. I I did not was- watch this movie at all as a kid. I, I honestly I, I watched it like like it was like in the background kind of like flipping through the channels kind of situation. Sure. Like like my Christmas movie growing up as a little kid was Mimi Rogers the Christmas list. Oh my goodness. That's like that was my like Hallmark Christmas movie when I was a child. But like like as I've as I have aged and grown to be more of a Dolly Parton fan, sure. I've learned to learn to like really appreciate the like like kitsch factor of her riding around as this pirate elf. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, with, with Lee Majors, the yeah. six million dollar man. Yeah, the looks are amazing. I mean, there's like a fabulous Wicked Witch. It's also kind <laughs> of a a dream of a little gay boy that you'll meet Dolly Parton in a cabin and get adopted by and her, and get adopted by her, and you can go live in her mansion with her. That sounds like a life that I would have loved as a kid. <laughs> Just be Dolly Parton's adopted son. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> Dolly never had any children, right? She never had no. any children, but she always, like, she helped raise all of the, like, nieces and nephews. Yes. Nephews, and they called, they would call her um, Auntie Grandma or Granny Auntie or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it's Auntie Grandma. And I... Um, the legend goes that when any of her like nieces or nephews would graduate high school, she'd buy them a car and pay for their college and stuff Ooh. like that. I mean, I'm assuming that Dolly fully supports her entire family. Oh, I mean, if you go to Dollywood, they have a show that's like literally her like like any any member of her family who's able to sing or play an instrument have a job there. It's called My People. I've heard that they that wow. her family gets worked into the show a lot. And you've never been to and Dollywood, then, right? Oh, but I'm going this. I'm going in April for my birthday. Oh, you are! Ooh. I didn't know about that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be like a pilgrimage. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like. <laughs> You'll go see the coat of many colors. That's. I'll exciting. go see the coat of many colors and I'll cry. <laughs> oh yeah, I will definitely cry if I ever see the. Coat of many I colors. am one day going to make it to Tennessee because <laughs> I need to go to Dollywood and Graceland. Dollywood mm-hmm. first. They're on clear opposite ends of the state, too. I know, that's why. They are, yeah. Like, Graceland's over here, Dollywood's over here. I'll do Dollywood first. Yeah, Dollywood's... Dollywood's... 
Dollywood's like a dream, and this this Christmas season there is going to be a Hallmark movie called Christmas at Dollywood, starring Danica <sighs> McKellar. Wow. Oh. Have you watched any of the Netflix show? I'm assuming you have. I think you've I, told me. I have watched. I watched Jolene, which is my favorite. I watched that one today. I know it, it's like a tie between. It's a tie between Jolene and JJ Sneed, because JJ Sneed is like a, this old West story, featuring um, Colin O'Donohue from Once Upon a Time. Ooh, your friend. You oh. should. You should definitely watch. You should definitely watch the um, the the these old bones episode. Because that one also features a witch character. Is that the one with the gay couple? um, No, no, no. That's Two Doors Down. Okay. And I'll tell you a story about that one a bit. But the These Old Bones episode features um, Jennifer Goodwin, Snow White. So there's our connection to Snow White. Oh, wow. And Kathleen Turner. (laughs) (gasps) Really? But it's it's current Kathleen Turner, so she's kind of chunky. I mean, (laughs) I'm still down for Kathleen Turner in any form. I She's she's so fabulous in it, too. She plays like this, like, like this, this like woman with psychic powers. Oh my god! Um, so, story about this: the Two Doors Down episode has like a gay, a gay story, and I guess when they premiered like all eight episodes of Heartstrings at Dollywood, people walked out. I read that. Of, yeah, and I kind of like boiled my blood. Yeah. Um, the the guy who plays one of the gay couple, Michael Willett, when I was in Fresno, like eighteen years old, I did a production of Little Shop of Horrors. And Michael Willett was my Seymour, and I was Mr. Mushnick. So oh, wow. I'm like a little bit closer to six degrees of separation to Dolly Parton. Wow, because of this. that's amazing. I was gonna I, say, I'm basically I'm basically one of the orphans that Dolly adopted. I mean, right pretty now, much. So. You might as well have been. I was gonna say I unironically liked the Jolene episode. It's so when good. I watched it. It was really it's good. So good. Julianne Hoe is amazing. I thought she looked Jolene. stunning in it too. Like, it's the best she's ever looked. Dolly's character, like, Bluebell or whatever her name is, with this, like, she's, like, I want Dolly to come in and give me advice like that. Like, like, you need to stop sleeping with married men, Jolene. (laughs) (laughs) You need to go to Nashville, Jolene. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It was so good. And (laughs) I love when they, I love when they um, include the lyrics of the song in the episode, so literally, at one point, the 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 female lead like turns to Jolene and says, "I'm begging of you, please don't take my man." And I'm just like, "Ah, she oh, said it! She said it! <laughs> she invoked she the lead. She said it! She said the title of the song." <laughs> we'll have to watch more. That's amazing. Oh no, no, Dolly! At one point in the song is like Jolene, 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 and I'm like, "Ah, she did it!" Oh my god. That's great. Um, I didn't watch. I didn't. I've only watched so far. I've only watched the ones like Jolene, JJ Sneed, um, Two Doors Down, and These Old Bones because those are the songs I recognize. The other ones look just so depressing. Like one has like um, one has like a dog in it. And I'm like, I swear to God, if the dog dies in this, I'm not gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna forgive Dolly. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, we're, we're definitely gonna check out more episodes of the Dolly Netflix show, but this was really fun. Yeah. Any last, any last thoughts on Dolly? I know I have, I know I have some. Well, I mean, I, I I think we need to recommend to our listeners to, that they can find this on YouTube because otherwise it is impossible. There is no current prints of this movie. It's out of print for years. It's literally just type in YouTube 
A Smoky Mountain Christmas. Yeah. Um, I have not found it on any of the streaming. Like, I was legally. thinking like, maybe it's a song issue because that's usually the case with movies that are hard to find. But I mean, can't Dolly just pull some strings, right? Just to oh, make I them swear. available. I, well, she's moved on. She's moved on from this film. It's all about her um, coat of many and Christmas. Right. That's many probably years. the idea. Yeah, she's got pl- she's got plenty more in the in the can. For, for me, for me, like the past few the past few years, when I'm kind of down around the holidays, I put on one of the Dolly Parton like Christmas specials or this, and it's like it's like comfort food. Yeah, like it's it's like a kind of like something reliable something that's always going to be there for you it's like comfort food but like a visual and musical comfort food for sure so it's been especially the especially the past few weeks the past week that i've had um it's really like i really appreciated having dolly kind of there for me like like last tuesday was her like 50th anniversary at the grand Ole opry like they did that on nbc and I was just at home, like bawling my head off. Was, like Dolly, was, like, a, Dolly was like a wacky aunt just coming to check on me, like, "Hey, you okay? I'm just thinking about Jolene. Is that all right?" Have you written your so I, annual I, Christmas letter to Dolly yet? So every year, no, I every year. The, <laughs> Scott's not joking. Every year, I write a Christmas card to Dolly, and this year, because of the things that have been happening, I. It's going to be a really emotional card. I don't even know if she gets these, but part of me like has hope that that she's like in her tour bus and Judy Ogle brings like this big bag of like letters and then my letter just kind of <laughs> pops out of the top of and course. she uses one of those long acrylic nails to just open it up and reads it. Like a letter opener. And it just touches mm-hmm. her heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's And I'm invited to be on season 2 of Heartstrings. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's how it works. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to mention that in these weird times in America, I feel like everyone can agree on Dolly Parton. Yes. Conservatives, liberals. Yes. Gays, Gays, Christians. They all love Dolly. Everyone loves Dolly. Yeah. St. Dolly. She brings the people together. And that's always been her thing, too. Yeah, she's always been inclusive. Mm-hmm. And and you know she's always been like kind of like if you can't if you can't make fun of yourself or laugh at yourself, you're not going to get far in the world. Yeah, so exactly. She, she's always been the one to like make the joke about herself before anyone else can make it. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, well, go out and go out and find yourself a Smoky Mountain Christmas, listeners. Watch it now. I'm dreaming of the Smoky Mountain Christmas. <laughs> it's a really good song. You can also find Dolly and Kenny Rogers singing Once Upon a Christmas. That's I love a, that song. That's available on iTunes, the entire album. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got it on vinyl, so you can it's come on listen my, to it with us. It's on my Christmas mix, too. Yeah, it's really that good. I play around the the entire album is yeah. really great. And she's, when, like, when, like, when, like, Kenny with his deep ass was like, Once Upon a Christmas on a night. <laughs> yeah. And she's dressed like Mrs. Claus on the cover. She's got like little glasses. And she's got little glasses. <laughs> yeah, this was great. Well, thank you so much for coming on thank our you show. Thank so much, Mitch. This yeah, was a great time. I wanted to have you on the blast. show for a while. Yeah. We landed on a good yeah. one. Yeah, we picked a good one. I kind of wish I kind of wish I could have got on during Halloween time. I could have done a whole bunch of episodes about witches, but <laughs> hey, 
we kind of we 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 kind of got one that has like a a, a witch in it. Yeah, so. we got a little bit of a mm-hmm. little bit of both worlds here. Well, uh, listeners, we would love it if you would. Um, follow us and subscribe the song just kind of paused there for a second sorry everybody we'd love it if you would um, subscribe and rate us on itunes we would love it if you would go to itunes and give us five stars, us five stars. Do it. um you can follow us on social media we are at movies that made us gay uh on instagram and on facebook we are at mtmug pod that's M-T-M-U-G, Movies That Made Us Gay, pod, uh, on Twitter. And uh, we're super, super active on on all of our socials, especially Instagram. So go ahead and um, send us any suggestions for more movies you want us to review. Um, Any questions or comments you have, send them there. But give us five stars and give us a good rating and write us a review. Mm -hmm. But until then, uh, we will see everybody next week with a brand new episode do we have another christmas one coming up i think our uh the next one is uh yeah we have another one coming up it's gonna be a real good one too okay i mean surprises so we're gonna be doing we did a tv we did a made for tv movie this week and we're gonna be doing a tv special next week Ooh, fun all right well which is gonna be awesome stay tuned for next week's christmas episode it's gonna be just as fun thanks for coming on mitch Thank you. You're welcome. See you later, Mitch. We'll see you guys. Have a Smoky Mountain Christmas. Have a Smoky Mountain Christmas, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.